1: i The video game industry is an absolute juggernaut of entertainment, and with every developer angling for their share of the market, it's expected that a rivalry might emerge every so often. Openly insulting the competition isn't usually the done thing, so instead of herding insults at one another from something like the stage at E3, the people behind our favourite games settle for programming references into their titles, intended to give players a laugh at the expense of someone else. While it may seem childish, the results are often hilarious. Whether you've caught a glimpse of an easter egg featuring a character from another game, noticed the obvious spoofing of entire franchises, or even just heard lines of dialogue written as not quite fourth wall breaking jabs at bitter rivals, we've all experienced or at least heard of one of the following inclusions. I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com and these are 8 times video games directly insulted other games. Number 8. Rockstar make fun of Driver's bad animation. Grand Theft Auto 3. Back in the early 2000s, the rivalry between Driver and GTA was very real. The former actually beat Rockstar to the punch when it came to exploring an open-world crime game in 3D. Only Driver didn't have the polish to hit the big time, thanks to attempting this on PS1 hardware. By the time GTA 3 hit, all that momentum went to Rockstar, and the rest was history. For Driver 2, then, you could exit your vehicle and steal the cars of pedestrians, with Rockstar then deciding they needed to take reflections down a peg or two. In GTA 3, the devs included a mission called 2 faced Tanner, in which players must track and kill a quote-unquote strangely animated undercover cop. It also dubs him as more or less useless out of his car, delivering two scathing insults to the rival franchise just moments into the mission. Rockstar even recreated Tanner's vehicle and distinct running animation, not leaving much room for ambiguity. The jokes at the driver protagonist's expense didn't stop there though. Another character was included in GTA 3's follow-up, GTA Vice City, except this one was very maturely given the first name of Dick. He was then swiftly gunned down by you across the course of the game. Number 7. Hideo Kojima erases his past. Metal Gear Solid 5, Ground Zeroes. Hideo Kojima is without a doubt one of the gaming industry's most colourful characters. His work on Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain was his last game made with longtime publishing partner Konami, but it was his work on MGS 5 Ground Zeros that saw the addition of an Easter egg in which he made his feelings and his intended departure from Konami all too clear. During the Deja Vu mission area, there are stencils for the logos of all of his previous Metal Gear games, all of which the player is then asked to remove. There's even an additional nod to Kojima's influence on the overall series when erasing the logo for Metal Gear Acid 2. Kojima didn't actually direct this game, and character Kaz will then tell you that it looks like nothing special. That's kind of just straight up insulting to all the people that put that game together. Erasing the logos of Kojima's work with Konami may have seemed bizarre before the now infamous split, but looking back it's hard to see it as anything other than some growing hostility between the developer and publisher. Number six. Dark Souls Lame Instant Death Boss Fights Borderlands 2 Borderlands 2's Tiny Tina DLC was essentially one big nod to Dungeons & Dragons, with a number of easter eggs also paying homage to a variety of sources from film, TV and video games. Most of these are little more than expressions of respect, with in-game characters reciting classic lines from shows like Game of Thrones or movies like Lord of the Rings. However there was one in particular that poked fun at another popular franchise. The DLC begins with your character being killed outright by a boss, prompting Lilith to state that a boss that kills you right at the beginning of a game is just lame. While it's not explicitly connected, this is undoubtedly a reference to Dark Souls Asylum Demon, who kills you right at the beginning of that game. It wasn't such a brutal and obvious slap in the face as something like the connection between Driver and GTA, but it's still a subtle needling that might have gone over the heads of many, and that's what makes it so perfect. Number five. Righteous Slaughter takes aim at Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto 5. Rockstar have never been afraid of upsetting the world at large, and GTA has been taking jabs at celebrities, fast food chains and car manufacturers for years. This insult in Grand Theft Auto 5 was practically impossible to miss, providing you paid some attention to what Michael's son Jimmy was playing. Check out his room and you'll note the gameplay and title of Righteous Slaughter 7 is a spoof of Call of Duty. The more you then dig into Righteous Slaughter and what pops up on his screen, the worse and funnier it gets. Firstly, the game's full name is Righteous Slaughter 7 The Art of Contemporary Killing. It's rated PG for quote-unquote pretty much the same as the last game, and according to in-game sources, Righteous Slaughter 7 was released only three months after its predecessor. Loading tips state things like buy more DLC because it makes you a better marksman, and always question your opponent's sexuality. The latter referencing the notorious behaviour of Call of Duty's playerbase, especially back then. Given GTA's history of insulting anyone within striking distance, it's hard to believe that this was meant in anything other than fun, but it's still extremely close to the mark. 4. Dead Rising and Left 4 Dead's Achievement Battle There's a celebrity spat style back and forth here that kinda elevated this faux rivalry in the first place, even if it was never taken super seriously on the dev side. Also, these kinds of things are just fun for dedicated fandoms. Two of the largest franchises in the world of zombie based video games went head to head over the strangest of things. Total Kill Count Achievements It all began with Capcom's 2006 effort Dead Rising. One of the achievements, simply named Zombie Genocider, required players to kill a total of 53,594 of the undead. That was the population of the game setting of Willamette, Colorado at the time. Two short years later, Valve released their own undead action shooter, Left 4 Dead, in which they included an achievement named Zombie Genocidist, requiring 53,595 zombie kills. Not content to live with this blatant show of one-upsmanship, when Capcom followed up with Dead Rising 2 in 2010, they included a new achievement called Z-Genocider 2 Genocide Harder, this time requiring a kill count of 53,596. Valve then had the good sense to let this joke die while it was still funny, but for four years two major studios were locked in a bizarre competition that was a total blast to watch from the sidelines. 3. Call of Duty is filled with Spec Ops douchebags Battlefield Bad Company too. Battlefield is a franchise that finds itself perpetually locked on the losing side of a rivalry with Call of Duty, especially right now, and that must be more than a little frustrating. After all, each of the franchises aren't without their merits, and as first-person shooter games go, they're certainly two of the biggest names out there. Back in 2010 then, at the height of both franchises firing on all cylinders, EA DICE released Battlefield Bad Company 2, a sequel to the very well-regarded Bad Company and one of the most recommendable military shooters of all time. With Modern Warfare 2 having been released the previous year, this gave the devs at DICE just enough time to add in more than a few digs at Activision's flagship franchise. During a cutscene, a soldier recommends not reporting their actions to HQ, as he states that they'll just send some special ops douchebags with heartbeat monitors on their guns instead. This is a direct reference to an early mission in Modern Warfare 2 in which the player uses heartbeat monitors to track enemies in the snow. Later while racing on quads, another character remarks that if the race was on snowmobiles he'd be winning, a subtle jab at the apparent lack of autopilot difficulty in the snowmobile section of Modern Warfare 2. Number 2. Timmy Vermicelli's Water Wings. Driver 3. Maybe Reflections started their GTA rivalry by skewing so close to what Rockstar was doing. Or maybe Rockstar are to blame for turning the Ubisoft-owned protagonist into little more than a bad joke. The fact is though, it didn't end with Rockstar gutting down Tanner's likeness in GTA 3 or Vice City. As a direct response, Reflections programmed a familiar-looking Easter egg into Driver 3. Named Timmy Vermicelli, this particular extra is a blatant parody of Vice City's Tommy Versetti, although in Driver 3 he's equipped with a lovely pair of inflatable water wings slash swimming egg. These are a reference to being killed instantly by water in Vice City. With Driver 3 releasing in early 2004, Reflections got to point and laugh at Rockstar for a good few months, until San Andreas turned up and blew them out the water that October. When approached in-game, Vermicelli would attack the player unprovoked. If you could find and kill every Timmy Vermicelli hidden throughout Driver 3, you'd unlock Fugitive Mode, where you could then go on a big brainless rampage with everyone shooting at you. Full marks to reflections for creativity, but GTA quite clearly won the war against Driver on every front. And number one, pressing to pay respect. Battlefield Hardline. We all know the joke, we've all seen the meme. When Call of Duty Advanced Warfare made the ridiculous decision to add a quick time event to an in-game funeral, it took the internet by storm. Even now, six years later, the term press F to pay respects is an integral part of gaming culture. The developers behind the Battlefield franchise, though, simply couldn't resist poking fun at their longtime rivals across in the Call of Duty camp. Battlefield Hardline decided to reference that infamous scene with one of its own. In the single player mission Sovereign Land, players stumble across a freshly dug grave and shovel. After inspecting the grave using your scanner, it's apparent that it's actually the grave of an ATF agent. If you choose to then approach, you'll get a button prompt to pay respects. Your character will kiss their hand and touch the grave in a very tongue in cheek parallel to such an unforgettable advanced warfare scene.